Hello and welcome along to the Three Amigos FBL podcast. I'm the Marple Curse and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars, you can find on Twitter at Mars05, and Kylie, you can find at KylieFBL. Make sure you're following our group account at Three Amigos FBL. In this Getting to Know You mini-series, we've interviewed FBL managers from all over the world as it's our mission to let our listeners get to know the people behind the FBL accounts we interact with each week. To do that, we've come up with 20 questions which will reveal exactly who they are. With the Amigos now, we have Calais, who you should all know and love from his Twitter account, at FBL underscore Swede, or Swee. Sorry, apologies, Calais. <laughs> Calais, no you're, you, no you're, you're, you're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bare your soul to the FBL community? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, excellent stuff. No, I'm looking forward to this one now. Uh, you've, been a, you've been a great addition to the FBL community, I have to say, um, and we're definitely enjoyed playing along in the um in the leagues that we were doing in um this past season. Um so let me see here. What's up? Question one is always um tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us kinda where you come from, kind of what you do currently if you want to, and uh just so the listeners can get a little flavour of you. Yeah, uh, my name is Keller, which is a nickname for Carl basically in Sweden. Um I am I'm born in Stockholm where I also live and so don't expect like any master classes in English grammar or vocabulary, but still. <laughs> um, I finished uh, 95k last season and 55k the season before, um, where I started to play FPL seriously. Um, I've started to study economics by the time that this episode is out, hopefully. And uh, my hobbies are obviously FPL and anything else that is sport-related, but mainly football, basketball, and ice hockey. Uh, I still play football four times a week as a goalkeeper, and my Twitter handle is FPL underscore Swede, because FPL Swede was taken when I made a camp. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. Welcome. And and as Don said, I I mean, I've loved... I've really enjoyed reading your threads and um, you've been a very active part of the community as well. So um, glad to, to have you on. Now, um, this, is, uh, this, this is always a fun question. If you weren't human, which animal would your personality match best with and why? Okay. Um, I would probably be like a chameleon, I think. Uh because I always try to like adjust my, to my surroundings and try to blend in. I don't like to take up too much space since I am from Sweden. After all, we don't want to stand out. So. <laughs> I, I'm sort of, yeah, I, I'd say chameleon. That's that's that, I've not heard that answer before, so it's interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so tell us how and when did you first get into FPL and football in general? Yeah, uh, I didn't really come from like a football family. My family was actually a lot more interested in ice hockey, which is big in Sweden. But I started playing football when I was six years old. Um, I got really stuck with it. And when I saw the 2010 World Cup, um, my interest in football um, continued to grow. And I watched all the Champions League finals and played all the FIFA games and when. Slatan went to Manchester United. That's sort of when I got really interested in Premier League and like the competitiveness of the league, so to speak. Um, 
I started playing FPL uh, around that time, and now the interest has grown to like the point where I am today. So, yeah. Awesome stuff. The an exciting moment when uh, when Zlatan came to Man United. Listen, you you had a bit of a run in with um, with a famous footballer recently. Um, so uh, what yeah. what what did happen with Saint Maximilian? Well, uh, I made a tweet about him saying like uh, something like the love for him in FPL was a bit over the top at the time, which I which I I, I can't backtrack on it really, but it was my thoughts at the time because he had like only scored one goal since the restart and Newcastle aren't really a great attacking team. Um, but I, di- I didn't tag him or anything, so he must have searched his own name and found the tweets and having no idea it was related to FPL, so it was pretty funny. Um, uh, I didn't he, expect it at he's all. Go, like, he's good crack, though. I've, I've seen a few yeah, things from him yeah. <laughs> where he kind of interacts a good bit. I know his name, it probably isn't the hardest one to search because, you know, the, it, it's a fairly distinctive name. But uh, Yeah, exactly. He, he, so he, he, he took it well anyway. I think he yeah. responded uh, in the community this week as well. So he's obviously uh, keenly Yeah, he did. He responded to like FPL Adama and his, um, his comment about him like sticking him in his FPL team. So his... Yeah, he told him do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to have him in, uh, in our team just purely for the, the banter because he's joining in on Twitter conversations. Yeah. It, it, oh, he's gonna score. He's gonna score, and then gonna come on Twitter and say, "Who owned me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A bit, a bit, a bit like Sterling did at the like the beginning of last season, where he, he talked about FPL and all the yeah. managers. Yeah. He'll come yeah. on with a with a screenshot of his um, his C beside Saint Maximilian when and uh, and basically bragging about having captain himself. But uh, <laughs> if he did that every week, it probably wouldn't work out too well. And I yeah. have to stop re- referring to him as Max Min. <laughs> it's a, I need to call him by his name. Yeah. Right. Um, so now, talk. Uh, obviously, you're doing you're doing a fair bit of threads, and um, yeah. we're going to talk a little bit of the tactics on on FBL. So, um, if you were given tactical advice to someone starting out their FBL career, what what would yeah. that be? Um, for beginners, I would advise to. Don't like build your team trying to fit in all of the players you want. Like, uh, like which makes which makes you put um, expensive players on your bench and stuff. Like, go off a few premium assets and then try to build around them with cheap options because there are a lot of great cheap options that you can use. Uh, because always when I see my friends starting, um, they often start off with like, let's say. Um, CH or maybe um, a player like Doherty or someone on the bench and it, it frustrates me <laughs> I have to say yeah I don't you don't mind I, coming up against them in a head-to-head mind you but, uh, but yeah. yeah they probably lose interest fairly fast though yeah so I, I try I try to get my friends to stay active but most of them fall off after after a while, but I've seen I've seen a few accounts in um, of, uh, with with FBL Sweden or Swedish flag. How big yeah. is it? Is FBL big in, in Sweden? Yeah, it's it's actually it's it's not as big in Norway, but <laughs> um, it's 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 kind of big. It's it has a, like a big sort of uh, program, or not 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 they don't like broadcast it on um, 
on TV or anything, but it's a it's a big uh, show with like 10k viewers often um, every week. So and that gets a lot of attention. Uh, people play it, but uh, not as much as Norway. <laughs> yeah, Norway are definitely the uh, the kings of a unbelievable amount of successful um, big time managers from Norway. Yeah, it's incredible. So now tell us what is your favorite FPL memory? Uh, my favorite F- FPL memory was in the second game of the 2018-19 season, I think, when Man City played Huddersfield, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I remember that Huddersfield's goalkeeper was injured and there was a lot of rumors of Aguero being benched, but I still went on and captain him. And I also had uh, Edison and um, Benjamin Mandy at the time. Um and he has flopped since, but uh, at that in that game he had two assists. And Edison starting off by getting an assist to Aguero <laughs> with that long uh, goal kick. So, uh, and then Aguero scored a hat trick. So that was a bit mad uh, game. Um, come here, you're the boss. So you're young, so you be a young boss. You're the yeah. boss at FBL for one day, <laughs> and you can change one rule or feature um, in the game. What are you going to change? Um. I would change uh, Lundstrom back to being a defender. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I would change the bonus system probably. Uh, I don't really know how. Uh, I've talked about it before, but I don't really know um, how I would do it. But something better and more logical that reflects the football game that I just watched. Uh, if 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 I and others feel like he was the best player on the pitch that day, he should be in the bonus points. And I, I just think. That isn't the case a lot of times. So, like, uh, player of the game. Yeah, Sometimes, like, you know, ma- ma- Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, man of the match, that's the one. Yeah. Player of the game. What the hell is player of the game? <laughs> man, of the, man of the match. Well, because there's, not always. Uh, yeah, not there's... always man of the match gets... gets um, I, I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes yeah. you might have somebody who, like, let's say in Ings with two tap-ins, whereas yeah. Jamie Ward-Prowse was the one running the show, tackling, passing crossing everything and not always do they get that bonus so there should exactly. be something for man of the match i completely agree well it's also you know them penalizing um very attacking players who yes they may be shooting off target but it, they're penalized for at least trying something so this is why certain players who even though they're prolific at scoring are not necessarily prolific when it comes to the bonus points and that can be quite frustrating because yeah. uh if they're trying to achieve something. Yeah, I, I agree. And basically, the, the defensive midfielders are irrelevant, and that would maybe make them more relevant. Um, do you, um, Kale, do you actually play the um, Sky game? Because I the, don't, but I, I've it's heard good for about scoring. The bonus system. Yeah, yeah, the scoring system's a lot more, as you said there. It's it uh, it's kind of a wider range of players that are fantasy relevant in it. Um, so I, I played it more last year than I did before, and I'm going to try it again this year. Um, but yeah, that's just when you're mentioning the, the bonus system. Yeah, yeah. no, fair, fair, fair point. So um, tell me then, describe yourself as an FBL manager in three words. What type uh, are you? Yeah, I would go for stats-focused, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> I would we'll go take for, that as one word, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, flexible uh, with my like decisions, and then average, probably. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't rate myself like as a as a great FPL. It's 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 hard. It's I I, I try, but 
Yeah. But the most important thing is to, you, you enjoy the game, right? That's, that's yeah, the most yeah, important yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the main thing. I can see from your threads that you like stats. So what's, what's like, you know, <clears throat> the, the one thing about me is, I, I don't say I hate stats. I just don't like when people only look at stacks. Yeah. No, 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 no. I hate stacks out of context. Mercy, you said if you could if you could catch hold of all the stats in the world and throw them on a bonfire, you would. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's the, listen. Uh, for example, I love things like shots in the box and shots on target to know what you know and see. But for me, I judge yes a lot on the eye test more than than stats. Absolutely. Don't even get me going on about. XG or XA, but what is it in stats that you that that what is the stat that you look at the most? Um, I would agree with the ones you said. I, w- I would uh, go for like um, shots on target and uh, big chances is the one that I really like to look at. But I think there's some stats that are quite overrated, like key passes. It's it's one stat that mm. that like frustrates me because you. a player like James Madison can get so many key passes of corners and w- when the shot isn't even close to scoring so yeah, yeah 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 some of them really are sort of vanity metrics that don't really tell you anything tangible about um how that person played or how likely they were to score so it's not really that useful for us as uh managers if we have not been able to watch the match to get contact so there's a lot of time between now and the start of the new season, obviously. So what are your tactics when you're setting up your game week one team or your, sorry, your game week team in, in general throughout yeah. the season? And when would you typically make your transfers or captain decisions? Um, you know, is it early in the week, late in the week? Do you have habits around that? Um, so when it comes to my like game week one team, I would try to, uh, I always try to make it as uh, flexible as possible, even though I might not love every player I've picked. Um, I don't really like Spurs and Son, but since the fixtures are nice and he's like 9.0, it's quite easy to go up to a player like Bruno Fernandes. Or don't go, like Son! Or go cheaper with uh, either Seattle or Greenwood. So, uh, I, 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 I don't... I don't I don't like him as an FBL asset, I would say. But, okay. Um, another example is, like, in my first draft, I had both uh, Mitrovic and Trey Adams, who are both 6.0. Um, but when I looked at which other strikers that would become options for me in that price bracket, it would only be, um, like, Chris Wood and Michael Antonio. So it felt a lot better to go with just one of them instead of two. So I don't li- uh, limit myself. So when it comes to transfers, I try to um, I try to always uh, wait until like the last minutes. Um, if um, well, basically, if uh, if the player is going to be priced out because of price changes, then I won't um, I won't wait. But other than that, I will always wait to like the early team news. But that's kind of dead now, obviously. <laughs> So yeah, they've killed that on you. Yeah. Um. But I, you, like you mentioned, you're you're like you're fairly kind of flexible, so you wouldn't really describe yourself as conservative or risky. But um, how and when do you kind of feel comfortable making hits or maybe making risky lineup or captain choices? Um, it's a great question. I, I wouldn't. Um, I don't really know when, but more than often I do it 
when there's a player I want to captain that game week. Um, but I often regret uh, them afterwards, so I would try to work on that that season. This season, I think. Um, yeah, it, it's it's hard to like because you go off instinct so much in FPL, or I do at least. Um, so it's hard to like describe what you're thinking. Uh, it's all about gut instinct. I completely yeah. agree with you. I look at my team. I look at the. Uh, I look at who's playing. I, I I also sometimes look, you know, the, the famous for saying no disrespect. Like if they're playing a crap team with crap defense and the, and the strike, sometimes the striker doesn't even have to, or the, the you know the the forwards like uh, Salah Mane, they don't even have to be on hot form. If they're playing rubbish defense and I feel I feel it's coming, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll follow my gut. And sometimes I would rather do that than, for example, follow stats or follow someone because of a, in a poll they said. This is the highest manager, and they flop. That's when I get really annoyed because I follow. I did not follow my gut. So I know what you mean. It's difficult um, sometimes to 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 pin a way to to pick a captain. But do do you like do you how much weighing do you give to the uh, form, the fixture, or the opponents? So fixture, stroke, opponents, form. Um. I would always go for form over fixtures. I mean, it's it's like a saying now in FPL, but. Um, it was a uh, a point last season where I think Calvert Lewin had like seven terrible fixtures in a row, but still scored like four or five goals. Kylie, uh, stay calm, Kylie. Do not. Know him. He does not know your history <laughs> with Calvert. That's like a trigger for me now. Yeah, well, I did well, own well, him well. for all of those fixtures, mind you. Um, and but then I kept him. I decided to repay the faith. Uh, by keeping yeah. him after lockdown, and then we all know how bad that was. All he got me was yellow cards every week. Well, well we're in the same boat, Kyle. I did the same thing. So, so you were punished. <laughs> yeah. But now he's like, I don't think I could ever. I, he's on the banned list. I don't think yeah. I could emotionally deal with that again. With yeah, Especially not at seven million. No, that's that's too too expensive for me. I have to start the list. Yeah. So. Is uh, talking about Cavalier and players that absolutely wind us up. Dini does that for me. Wherever I pick him, he either gets a red <laughs> card or does nothing. So do you have a, do you have like a Dini equivalent, somebody that you won't pick? Well, I already, I already mentioned Spurs. So players like Son and Kane and Ali and Oria, I've avoided for like a long time. But since I, since I started watching Premier League, um, which was quite recently, uh, Spurs have always been quite hard to judge. Uh, and so has Arsenal. Um, players like Mesut Ozil previously, or like Aubameyang now. Aubameyang is one, is probably the main guy who always disappoints me when I own him. So hopefully that improves this season when I have him in my gimmick one team. You know, I always say about <laughs> Aubameyang, it's funny. For me, Aubameyang is such a great draft player. Because you pick him and you just leave him there. And yeah. he won me my draft league once uh, a couple of years ago because he delivers over 38. The problem with him is you don't know if you can rely on him on a short period or on a fixture run because he could just blank against anyone, but he could also get, get you a brace. So I see him as a really good draft player. By the way, who do you support? We did not touch on that. Um, He's well, Man United, wasn't that a thing from when Zlatan went? Yeah. No, well, actually, I, I like... I'm actually like a neutral supporter. I haven't really gone oh, like to him. I I, I, st- I started watching Premier League quite late, and then I thought it was sort of too late to start 
so he's a Liverpool fan. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's ne- it's never too late to come over to the Reds. Right, never too late. Just join you know, <laughs> champions of the world, champions of uh, England, and the uh, 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 and, now so- the- and soon to be Community uh, League uh, commu- <laughs> and, pre- and previous champions of Europe. <laughs> well, well I, I enjoy like I, I always cheer for the Swedish players in the league so like Lindlof or Emily Kraft for Newcastle it's yeah th- those are the only two we have right now but yeah there used to be some amazing some amazing Swedes yeah in, in, in the in the Premier League but, yeah, but too, as many now you're probably too young to remember uh, how good Henrik Larsson was but um, oh, he was a phenomenal yeah, but, I mean his Celtic days were unbelievable mm, I know it, he did well when he came to United but even with Barcelona he did very well he was, yeah um, it, it's, a, it's a fun story I actually have a Henrik Larsson Barcelona shirt like hanging over me right now oh really? <laughs> very so, cool yeah <laughs> kind of cool brilliant uh, great player great player yeah so speaking of great players if you had to choose one player past or present to have in your FPL team who would it be um so the cop up the cop out answer would probably be Ibra but I would probably go with someone like Michu or Gareth Bale actually um I would really like to see how Bale would do back in the prem at his prime Uh, I really like him as a player yeah He yeah. was brilliant for his last year. Was it a year or two years even before he left? He was unbelievable before he went. Yeah, to and Such I a... sort of didn't didn't catch that moment. It was like it was before I started watching. So mm. uh, it's such a waste to where he is now, what he's doing. But I know this is a it's a, it's a bit of a difficult situation there or an unusual situation at Rail. But um, the, the next question we have for you is, um, who were the first five FPL accounts you followed and still follow on Twitter? Um, the top f- uh, the five are Andy from Let's Talk FPL. He's pretty standard. Um, yeah, we know Andy. <laughs> uh, Football Advice 5. I, 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 I can't remember his name, but it obviously does like the FPL fan show together with... Uh, the FPL Prince um, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. And it's Andy Martin from FPL Tactician on Twitter. Oh, okay. yeah, Very yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Uh, Big League fan, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Neil Murray. Um, well, it's called uh, Ronnie Dean. The Fred Father. Yeah. The Fred yeah. Father. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, the original Threadmaster, yes. Yeah. And the first one was actually uh, Hindu Monkey. Um, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> when, I was hoping we was hoping we go through another pod without mentioning Hindu Monkey. <laughs> we never do. <laughs> he loves being mentioned. He loves yeah. the attention. Yeah. When when he did his Ashley Barnes spread, uh, that was probably the moment where I started following him. I guess, and I didn't know much about him or his character, but. At the time, I love that thread. So. People either follow Hindu Monkey because they came across his um, NHS tweet or else his Barnes Train <laughs> tweet. They're the two options, really. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, great, great, great accounts, great accounts. So, um, talking about the community, what what is it that you like best about being part of the community? And tell us um, about your threads. What made you start? Uh, threads and also this brilliant competition that Liverpool are going to win the EFPL <laughs> tell, tell us about that as well yeah um, 
the thing I love the most about the community is the fact that everyone helps each other grow and interacts and comes with different perspective of things. Um, I found it amazing how I can be so sure about a player and then a guy on Twitter will write something completely different that then changes my mind, like St. Maximin did. Um, when it comes to my threads, I started writing them when I saw uh, Neil and um, Big Man Bakar on Twitter um, do them. And I really like the format, so I decided to write one myself, but try to focus on getting it as detailed as possible. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have much FPL experience at the time, but I thought at least I knew a little bit what I was talking about. So people enjoyed it, and I got likes, and it got me quite a lot of followers on that first thread. So I continued writing them, and people seemed to enjoy them. And it was People love the thread, and you touched yeah. on something. Before we go into the EFPL, let's talk about yeah. something quite uh, recent, which is you can only give advice if you have a good account. I mean, if you have a, if you have a good... Um, history i mean what a lot of nonsense i mean to be honest look anyone can sit there and write a thread anyone can give advice and if you want to listen brilliant sometimes like you know what i like the most about this is when somebody said well not all football managers are great football players but they still know the game better than the football player themselves so um you know like you said you you might not have had uh, a lot of experience with fbl but actually i like the the thing i like about your threads they easy to read, they're easy to follow. Same, same with Neil and same with uh, Big Man Bakar, I mean, with his stats and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mentioning uh, threads, I have to say, like, now it's... It, it, they weren't really a common thing back uh, back then, but they were very successful. I think it was because they are... They, were, they are quite time-consuming and people... Um, at the time, maybe they didn't spend much time on making Twitter FPL content as they do now. But mm. um, but nowadays, I feel like you can found, find a thread about anything related yes. to FPL. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I always like to be innovative and try to find new things. And uh, one of them is this tournament that I'm starting. So Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah. So what's... Uh, what 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 brought the tournament about? Just you want to do something different? Yeah, uh, so it's called EFPL and it was built around an idea I had um, that came up where I thought about an FPL tournament that would try to emulate uh, the Premier League and the real football games being played. So I thought that the counting system that was used in my Euros tournament was a bit boring, but uh, so now I have like a counting system that will. Consists of teams getting three points for a win and FPL managers scoring goals and being part of a golden boot race and people getting yellow cards and sometimes even red cards if they do extremely bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. It looks really cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to taking part. Yeah. It does, and unfortunately, um, us in Ireland didn't, didn't win your Euro tournament, but we did well. We were very competitive, yeah. though, yeah. Yeah, it was a fun time. Um, can I can I ask what made you put Don as Virgil van Dijk and me as Joe Gomez? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the height difference. I don't. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. This is brilliant. Uh, 
No, brilliant. No, great organising, and I know you got some stick from people, and uh, you know you can never please everybody on Twitter. But you know what? I always I appreciate people who spend the time to put anything together or create a game. So always promote these things, and yeah, keep going. And yes, like I said, I know you got some some jokes about people not getting in, but also some people getting a bit serious about it, and just you just have to ignore it and move on. It's that's that's what Twitter, that's what the mute button is for. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, we'll move on to our next question, which isn't FPL related. Oh, well, unless you want it to be. Um, so you're hosting a dinner party and you can invite any three people, living or dead. Who are they and what food and drink are you putting in front of them? Um, it's a tough question. I've, I've thought about this, but it would probably be uh, LeBron James, as I'm a massive basketball fan, would be one of them. Um and a person that's very relevant now with Lionel Messi, um, because he's the greatest footballer of all time, in my opinion, since I'm a Messi fanboy. Uh, and then I'd probably pick a non-sport-related person to kind of balance it out a bit. Probably take someone like Barack Obama, maybe. I feel like him and LeBron would have like a connection, having met before, so it would be a great company. Even though I would be like 15 years younger than anyone at the table, so <laughs> you're bringing the youth for them all, you know. That's yeah. important. Yeah. So, and what about food? Old now. Yeah, I would serve them um, crab cakes as a start. I think because I love seafood. Um, then uh, for the main dish, I would probably go for tacos because if you don't know LeBron's Taco Tuesday meme, it's you should look it up. It's it's kind of funny. It basically yells Taco Tuesday and his entire family goes wild and it's a really like wholesome moment. So <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to explain memes in a funny way, but yeah. It, uh, that that's one thing I've I've found because my kids are majorly into memes. They're making memes all the time. And they're trying to describe <laughs> them and they're going and they go, you can't describe a meme really. It's nearly it's nearly impossible. But uh did you see yeah. Le- LeBron James is um in the game the other night and he took like this shot pretty much just after the halfway line, this three pointer. Um, yeah. Now they were well ahead at the time, so there was no major pressure, but I loved it. I did a little retweet saying that it's um it was like me on, on the three amigos doing a segue. It was just like <laughs> I just turned turned and smug smugly looked at the camera at the time, but uh yeah, quality player. Um, next next question we have uh, is: If your house is on fire and you could only save one living non living item, what would you grab? It'd be a tougher uh, one if we were asking you to grab a living item. Which one do you grab if you live with your family? It's it'd be a bit of an awkward question to ask. Yeah, well, um, if I could save like one um, material or materialistic thing. It would be uh, my bicycle, to be honest. It's maybe a weird one, but I just got a birthday present, and it's quite a nice one, actually. So uh, I use it every day, and I don't really have much stuff that I'm emotionally uh, attached to. So uh, well, it's it would much better than saying your phone, which uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I'm kind of addicted to my phone as well, but I, I go for my bicycle. I can. I can travel around at least. <laughs> you can travel around and talk to people as opposed to, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, we all need a, 
we'll need a well, you'll get away from the fire as well, so it's yeah. handy. That's true. Escape, <laughs> you know, mechanism as well. <laughs> uh, right. Um, so obviously you you do threads. You're decent at FPL, even if you think you're average. Do you have any other special skills outside of that? Um, well, if being like a goalkeeper on semi-pro level maybe counts, then well. Uh, semi-pro? Probably... Are you four? Are you four? Are you four million worth? Can we put you in FPL? <laughs> I need a four well, million hope, active, hope, I need hopefully, a in the, hopefully in the future, <laughs> I'll, I'll replace Button as the four four point oh. Um, keeper of choice, the famous yeah. four. <laughs> Well, I, I, I would try and say something like non-sports related. So I would probably go with, I'm actually kind of good at geography. I, I really like flags for some reason when I was a kid. So now I basically remember a lot of them without having to think, which seems very nerdy, I know, but still. No, <laughs> I used to, I used to love, I used to when I was maybe your age or younger, uh, yeah. know like a lot of the countries, like I, I would want to know the language they speak, the capital the country, uh, maybe you know, like uh, those kind of things, like every yeah. capital language, uh, just 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 for knowledge. But um, yeah, probably yeah. don't remember now. <laughs> I'm, I'm so uh, yeah, it's sort of like that. Yeah, no, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. It's not nerdy. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> don't know if you if you ever watched uh, 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 Big Bang Theory or if you're a fan and uh, funnel flags with with Sheldon, but that's that was always uh, quite funny. If you don't know it, Google it. You'll you'll laugh a little bit. <laughs> I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah. Fine. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> oh, it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens once in every pod. I'm just yeah. like, um, whose turn is it to ask a question? Okay. So tell us, what's your favorite band, your favorite movie, and what show you're currently watching on TV? Um, my favorite band, there's like a couple of ones, but the two that has been with me through the years are Maroon 5 and Imagine Dragons. Um, pro- probably my two favorite ones. I really like their music. Um, so yeah, I would go with them. Um, m- my favorite movie is probably Forrest Gump or like the Truman Show, but I do like superhero movies like Batman and Avengers Endgame and things like that. Um, and what about uh, TV show? What you're currently watching? Yeah, when it comes to TV show, it's obviously a bit different with shows in Sweden. But uh, I generally, I generally don't watch TV shows or series, which a lot of my friends uh, feel weird about. So I do, however, watch an extreme amount of YouTube. So I can't deny that. <laughs> that makes up for it then. You're yeah. a YouTube fiend. Yeah. Well, it, it's this generation, I guess. <laughs> that that sort of. John and Mars won't understand that because they're, uh, you know, they're all tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've got we've got kids who are all um, YouTube is all they watch most of the time. Uh, we've said, yeah, but we've got all these channels, and they said, yeah, but YouTube is just quick hits. It's shorter, um, shorter programs. The the next question we have for you, and the last question, um, and this is the one we want to get out, a bit of inside info on you, okay? Uh, yeah. Tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit that you have. Um, so the guilty pleasure I haven't really thought much about. Um, 
probably the one I would say. I don't know if it's like a guilty pleasure, but I I I listen to like Sara Larson on repeat. Like that that's <laughs> that's one of my favorite artists, and it's it's it, not, not many of my friends do, but I really like her as an artist. She is yeah. What's what's her name again? What's what's she... Sara Larson. So it's Sorry. a Swedish uh, singer that's basically she's wrote songs like Lush Life and songs like that. They, ha- they have been famous in the UK and stuff. But... Oh, okay. Well, I as as Kylie mentioned, I'm old, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to look her up. He, she sang the um, like the well the sort of the anthem for the Euros 2016. Um, oh, I have I have her I have her Twitter up here now in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she looks she looks kind of like Blondie from um, from my era. <laughs> well, kind of the same, I guess. Mm, or Madonna style, yeah. Uh, so uh, what's your uh, so what's the bad habit? So if if Zara Zara is your guilty pleasure, and yeah. um, who is your bad habit, or what is your bad habit? My bad habit is probably um, something I can I can tweet something and then I regret it quickly and I then I delete it or I can just delete a post because it didn't do great with likes and stuff so I try to stop doing it but my insecurities take over and I can't really help it so I sort of delete tweets that I don't like I don't, I don't know it's it's sort of a bad habit bad habit I, I yeah. it's it's annoying that they don't have an edit button I have to say yeah uh, yeah, so I, I, I for somebody uh, like me who can't spell either, like you know, when I, I type so quickly and I don't look, not yeah, to have an edit button same. is not great. I, I'm the same. <laughs> I, I just tweeted and then I look afterwards. Oh, did I do a spelling mistake? Oh, okay, yeah. And then I delete it and then I have to repost it. I will do that with spelling mistakes because I am a bit OCD on spelling, um, as as Mars knows. Um, yeah, but and... we just marsify it, don't we? <laughs> on WhatsApp, I. She tries to modify the, the sentence, which means explain it in, in understanding what Mars is trying to say, you know? Translating yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. yeah. Um, <laughs> Kelly, that's you've gotten through our 20 questions, so um, well done to you. And um, it's been great thanks. getting to know you tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you for, m- thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thanks, Mia, for coming on The Three Amigos. Um, it's been brilliant getting to know you. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.